That sounds like a terrible book ending. Like you have all these like trials and tribulations of getting to the end goal, and then once you get there, it's like, yeah, and I got it, and then that's it. And you just feel so underwhelmed, and you feel so, <laughs> like you got blue balled by. <laughs> Welcome to Almost Cool. I'm Marty. That is Hooter. Hello. (laughs) Welcome. Beautiful people. Welcome. This is the uh, umph nump recording. This is actually, I don't know, I'm just having such a good time doing it. I lost count and it's, it's just been going too well. In my in my case, I've been having too many positive thoughts about it. You know, you know, when things are going down to earth, (laughs) (laughs) when you, you know, when you have too many good things happening in your life you start questioning whether or not it's real or not right yeah (laughs) this is one of those things or it's going a little too easy or too well or i'm having such a good time dude i'm like it's bound to fuck up some point (laughs) it's coming dude we're gonna hit a hitch somewhere but no it's it's been good but it's yeah today's topic is about positivity and how I, i i don't know the I have such I can talk about positivity in such a negative way, but I also don't I don't want to do that because it you know it's contradicting itself and yeah. But it, it's weird when I was thinking about topics and what we should talk about for this episode. My I was getting worked up because positivity positivity to me is great. I think it's a thing you practice, is a thing you can learn to do and like you know change your mindset. But it was oh, yeah. more of being negative and then how to kind of ups upswing yourself into the positive and kind of mm-hmm. what your daily practices should be look like and stuff like that. <laughs> but <laughs> the uh, thing I want to start off is uh, I was watching a bunch of videos on how to, you know, those cliche, you should stay positive. <laughs> and like, this is how to be positive video. Like those dumb motivational videos that don't actually work. Like there's, there's great motivational videos out there that about to say, man, don't no, no, they, they get, there's, there's one thing that those, there's certain speeches <laughs> and stuff that get you amped and it makes you throughout, you know, like pumps you up throughout your day. But yeah, you know, that I was watching the ones that were like, that went too hard in the like clicheness of the way they present positivity yeah, you know there are some bad ones out there <laughs> if you're negative just stay positive like it's like that bitch i don't help my mind is open <laughs> but i i came across uh dave Chappelle bit and i think it worked <laughs> when i was listening to it i was dying because dave Chappelle is one of my favorite comedians of all time but he has this whole bit on the book called the secret and this woman, she, she, he goes this, he goes on to describe his views on this book. So he, he's like, hey, this woman has figured out the secret of life. And the secret of life to her is positive imagery. Positive imagery. <laughs> you should just visualize the good things that you want in your life. And he looks and he, and he does that dramatic pause with that like stare. And he's like... <laughs> No, that's your image of positivity in this world. <laughs> he said, go to Africa and talk to some of those starving people about that. You know, he's like, oh, why are you sad? I haven't eaten in five days. Oh, well, you know, just 
go ahead and visualize that roast beef sandwich <laughs> with the side of cornbread. <laughs> and I was losing my, I was losing my shit because he was like, I mean, he made such a good point when you're a positive person trying to influence someone that is more on the negative side. I'm pretty sure that's what it would sound like right, to most exactly. people. <laughs> like, just be positive. Just, just look at yourself and say, none of this stuff sucks. <laughs> like, yeah, what? Exactly. <laughs> I would, it was crazy. Oh, yeah. Gosh. There's some, there are some really bad positive or, positivity motivational videos as a connoisseur of motivational monday videos <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a ritual. I've, seen, I've seen a million of them and there's quite a few that are like okay like the people that make them are like all right we need some content today uh we only have two people on staff one of them can barely use microsoft paint so we're going to do stick figures <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a visual for the for the video, we have my great uncle who's 95 <laughs> doing the voice audio over. Doing the voice audio. <laughs> He's still somewhere. <laughs> we just pulled him out of the home. And, <laughs> and they're just like, oh my god. You'll hear some of them. Oh, what's a what's a really good one? What's a really dumb, stupid example? of <laughs> bad positivity videos like you'll have some people that'll lean into the mic and they'll talk like this so they relay <laughs> it's really dramatic they put off a nice calming voice to put you in a good mood to de-stress yourself and like what's the number one um <laughs> the number one thing they talk about when starting a daily routine and they're just like in the morning just make your bed. You'll have a positive outlook for the rest of the day because you got one thing done. And I've seen, look, I agree with that, but I have seen that <laughs> at least a hundred different times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now you can get to the hard stuff. No, the secret is not visualizing positive imagery. It's making your bed in the morning <laughs> to get that morning. one accomplished done, you know, that one accomplishment done before you start your day. <laughs> And, like, that's good advice. Don't get me wrong. And I, I try and practice that. But, like, <laughs> but if you look at my bed right now, it's a mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's another one where they're, they just say, you know, just smile. Oh and like, and I'm like, okay, look, I like smiling. Smiling's fun. And you know, what's that old saying? It's like, oh, it takes more muscles to frown than to smile. I'm like, well, if you're frowning, you're working out. So that's <laughs> But... <laughs> <laughs> but smiling oh my god dude no, yeah, the worst thing to hear when you're upset or if you're in a mood is those cliche positive sayings that those people kind of gravitate towards like making your bed once like one that doesn't work for anyone and if it does you're i don't know you've just been told so many times that you eventually try it and you're like oh you kind of placebo effect with the positive right, i don't yeah. know it's you know it's weird yeah. I don't, I, I, because being such, I, I like to pride myself on how my everyday attitude is walking around trying to be the most positive person, most, you know, you know, not eccentric. I don't want to, I am eccentric in the sense of waving my hands when I talk and stuff like yeah. that. But I, 
you know, I, I want to, when I meet someone or I see someone on like a random, like today, like a random Tuesday at 11 p.m. or 11 a.m., sorry, 11 p.m. might be yeah. a little different, uh, <laughs> 11 a.m. at a meeting or something, you want to walk in and you want to, you want to hear the, hey, how are you doing? I'm great. Things are great. You know, you want, you want that energy, right? You know, it's, right. you, you kind of channel, I want that in my everyday life. Yeah. And it's weird because all my friends, I'm the mistaken optimistic person in mm-hmm. every situation because when bad things happen to me, I think the whole time, like the way I deal with things is through a positive attitude, which, you know, it's, that's a lot easier said than done. And yeah. I have a theory for it. I have a whole okay. theory for it. So the theory for me personally is I'm the youngest of three kids in my family. So I come mm-hmm. from like a pretty normal, like medium sized family. Yeah. But my mom, dad, brother, and sister love them to death, but they are the most, they were growing up. We had the most dramatic household. It seemed like, <laughs> like looking back, there was things I was like, oh, that, that could have been handled differently. Right. But yeah. the whole time, that my brother and my dad have been, you know, they're butting heads. My mom and sister are butting heads. My brother and sister are butting heads. Whatever the case may be in, yeah. that, in those scenarios, I kind of was removed because my brother and sister, are, they're not significantly older than me, but old enough to where, like, my brother and sister babysitted me as a kid, you know. So yeah. we weren't friends. We had different friend groups, different life phases and stuff. So... But growing up, they would go through all these problems and like they would fight with, you know, and it was that teenage angst slash I'm a good parent fights. They're, oh, yeah. Typical cliche stuff. And the whole time, my theory is, is why I think I'm just, my instinct is to react positive or, you know, in a positive manner to situations is because my whole life, when everything, when everything went amok, with anyone else in my family, my role in that was to be the diffuser was to kind of calm everybody down. Like, Hey, it's not that serious. It's not, you know, like let's you're up here. Let's talk about it down here. Yeah. And you know, being the youngest, my family, you kind of just like shrug it off. You're like, ah, you fucking idiot. Like you don't know shit. And (laughs) yeah. And you're (laughs) fine. Exactly. And I'm over there like, Hey guys, let's be cool. Let's like talk about it. And, and, and you know, cause I, I knew like I I saw the way they're reacting. I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it made me feel just as a bystander, you know, like looking at what was happening. So I, when I, approach that situation even afterwards like talking to my mom or brother or my sister whoever it may be i was on that half glass full hey you guys just had a fight what did you guys fight about let's talk about it let's digest that let's understand why you're so angry why they're so angry and no right. one when you're upset and you're in the heat of the moment no one wants to hear that shit How, <laughs> why would you want to hear hey man think positive it's actually not that bad when you're like heated you know like yeah. that's the last thing you want to hear the last thing, yeah which is that's like <laughs> that's like what telling your mad girlfriend to calm down like it makes everything worse. Exactly. <laughs> hey baby calm down and that's oh, like the worst thing you could say you did it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i told my mom to calm down one time <laughs> i got a tv remote in the side of the head <laughs> oh man no but it, you know i think that's why Positive people make the worst, like, uh, sorry, yeah, positive people make the worst, I don't even know how to, they give the be- the worst advice, if that yeah. makes sense, you know, positive people, because in my case, if someone's coming to me with their problems, right, 
as a positive person, especially if I'm feeling good that day. When you come to me on a good day, I'm feeling good. I'm going to give you those, hey, man, that really sucks. I'm going to empathize with you. That that does suck. Yeah. And you have the right to be upset about that. But, hey, man, things are great. Like, you know, that actually is not that big of a deal that you think it is. And then to that person, they're looking at you like, what the fuck is he saying? What did he just say to me? And I know it's something where you – you just immediately dismiss it, which there yeah. is, that's not to a fault because I would do the same thing if I was upset and someone was like, Hey man, it's not that bad. You know, <laughs> like screw you. Yeah. Like, you no, I, I completely <laughs> agree because I like you, like I'm a, I'm a glass half full type of person where, <laughs> and maybe I do this just to downplay, like if something wrong is happening in my own life, but I'll, I'll always be like, well, it could be worse. Like and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll try and give myself like that little inkling of just yeah it's not rock bottom completely yet like we're uh, things yeah. could be way worse uh, and then I, <laughs> I was talking to my girlfriend about this the other day and i kind of compare my problems to a fault where if i'm having a bad day like somebody cuts me off in traffic right mm-hmm. i'd be like god that is so ridiculous and then I kind of think about it, I'm like, well, at least I'm not starving on the street or something like that, you know? And <laughs> she was mm-hmm. like, you know, you need, like, you kind of downplay your problems and they slowly start to stack up on you. And then you explode for some, like, you, you get overwhelmed by them for a little bit. And then you just get it out of your system. And then you're, like, you know, back to that level headed positive attitude. Mm-hmm. And, I, <laughs> and that rang so true to me because she's completely right. Like, Things don't really bother me. Like, they bother me. Don't get me wrong. But it takes a lot for me to be set off. But once those little things, like the straw that broke the camel's back, for like sure. once that happens, like, oh, I'm heated for like a day or two. And then, you know, I'm back to ground zero. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm ready to, mm-hmm. I'll just take it on the shoulder. Again. Yeah, it's, it's fine. A, yeah, it's okay to have your episode, I think. Like, you know, if yeah. you're dealing with some bad circumstances that arise, you know, I don't think it's a bad thing to react. You know, I don't, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people out there that think the way that they're reacting may be a negative view or like outlook on the situation, but it, it all depends yeah. on, there's so many outlying factors that kind of mold into what I would deem as being negative in a situation yeah. because a yeah. lot of like the way I would deal with situations is, an instinct if a bad circumstance bad circumstance arises and I act angry, like I react in an angry mm-hmm. way. Some like as long as it's rooted in the thought of love, I think it's and I, it's such a religious thing to say, but it's right. if you're reacting like, hey, uh, I'm angry, but it's because I'm so concerned for this person, or it's because I'm so passionate about this one thing. And I'm I'm gonna right. paint a scenario like if someone came up to me and said, hey. I've been dealing with drugs and I'm, a, I'm becoming an addict to this certain substance that's taking control of my life. That's a very negative thing. They're self-aware yeah. of it. They're coming to you. And it, this, I'm painting an extreme, of course. Um, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> you come into someone that's extremely positive for that. Hey, man, it's okay. Just stop doing it. And like, <laughs> let have a good look at it. Like, that's not at all the way yeah. people should handle that. But the way I would react is like, getting like passionately angry because I'm so like I'm concerned for that person's health. And especially if it's someone I care about, I'm, I want to be angry in front of them being like saying things such as, 
hey, I hate that that has taken control of your life. I hate that you are, you know, being submissive to something right this drastic and i don't and it gets me angry because i don't like seeing pe- my friends and people that are close to me like that so yeah but you know the angry response to that i don't necessarily deem as negative because it's coming from a place of concern and place coming from concern and love i think it's a very positive thing to portray to people especially in conversation i don't know it's it's weird because you know, when you when you act that cliche, oh, it's not going to be as bad. You're belittling. It's it almost feels like you're belittling that situation. You right. know, like yeah. when you know that's why people get so dismissive of what you say when you're positive because it feels like you're just shedding it off. Yeah, but more times than not, I think positivity roots in taking action, while negativity kind of it, it's more of like soaking your dishes after you cook. It's yeah, it's. Positivity is it when you're when you're thinking positive and you're doing you're taking action on things and taking control of things that move you to a better place. You're you have yeah. to you know you're doing step one, two, and three to get yourself yeah. to that place. While being negative, I don't think there there's no action in it. There's it's just you just threw your dishes in the sink and water is just soaking up all that bad not. And if you don't take care of it, it's just going to smell. It's just going to grow. Yeah. It's going to grow gonna mold reek, yeah. and it's going to reek and it's going to get worse so yeah exactly i don't i don't know when you get to that great analogy that's a thank you i really like that i really like i've never thought about like that what do you think is like um like what really defines the difference between negative and positive like you just kind of said it but if you have like for example my roommate he is (laughs) the most positive pessimist i've ever met in my entire life Mm -hmm. right like he's uh, like short tempered he's kind of like you know he could be set off but he's got such a great attitude about things when he's not mad <laughs> it's so wild like i've never i've never seen anyone quite like it and like <laughs> he'll like his mindset is i hope for the best but i expect the worst you know mm-hmm. like <laughs> No, that's a, I, I don't want to disagree with that thinking because when you're expecting the worst and then good things happen, that's a positive experience no matter what. If you go on a date with somebody or you go in for, you know, you're just like putting yourself in a situation that's uncomfortable and you don't, you have those expectations that it's going to go bad. You're just setting yourself up for success. I don't want to say, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say like go in negative because if it goes positive, it's going to be great. You know, that's, right. that's not what I'm saying. I just, yeah. I like the view on his, like the way he deals with that, <laughs> you know, it's very... just how he rolls. And he's like, things, you know, bother him. But at the end of the day, he's like, eh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's knowing people too, in the way they think about things, whether they're a positive or negative person, because yeah. I've had two, I have two of the same story. It, it went, the, it started off the same way and it, it didn't end the same way though. So I have, I'm going to talk about two different friends here. Okay. One, one friend. I, when I met them, their humor was to be really eccentric and really forward with how negative they were because that's, that was the humor they were playing. They were, they said all these bad things, but in a way it was really funny. So it made it lighthearted and you could tell that they had a grasp on what they were doing and what they were handling. And they, 
like they were talking about, they were complaining and they were talking about, you know, either somebody negative or something like that in a negative way, but it didn't necessarily, the way they presented it was a very positive outlook because it was through humor. It was through like, you know, you develop jokes and you develop, you know, all this stuff through trauma, whatever. Uh, yeah. But, you know, you could tell within conversation that he was meaning to be funny, right? You know, he right. was, he had a grasp. And then I have a, you know, then I have the same story when I met someone, we, we meshed because we had a mutual hatred for something. It, you know, that's a great way to meet somebody. I really think, hey, I hate that too. And then you talk about how much you hate that. It's so, oh, I don't know yeah. why it's so liberating, but it <laughs> so is. So fun. <laughs> and then, you know, you have a very fun moment when you talking about things you hate and then you want to progress that friendship. But that person, you realize in that conversation, it wasn't necessarily funny or like that situation wasn't what you thought it was so the next conversation we had was kind of the same thing where she was being super negative and then I started to pick up the signal like okay I think you're just a negative person this right. isn't really rooted out of humor you know this is you know you're you're kind of soaking in it a little bit but I have yeah. no right to tell you that because we just met I don't you know what I mean it's I have no I don't want to influence people in a certain way that you know, if I don't have any emotional connection to him or anything like that, you know, I don't, yeah. you have every right to be the, who you are as a person. Um, and, but you know, it's the more and more we hung out, the more this, her conversation was rooted in the negative. And then the only time we were having a good time was when we were talking about something out of hatred or like didn't yeah. like something. And I'm like, oh man, cause that other, that other guy that I'm talking about, we had several conversations outside of that negativity where he had right. dreams and aspirations. He like loved things. He was active on, you know, he's actually a very mental health awareness got kind of guy. He was actually right, very, yeah. um, but you know, meeting him, I didn't know that, but meeting her and then hanging out with for a while, I was like, the only time where you're having a good time is if you're complaining. Yeah. And I'm just like, how like that. And that's where I'm, I make that analogy of you're just soaking in this pain or yeah. you're just soaking in this thing because like I was saying, positive positivity is rooted in action in my opinion, because when you're positive and you have an outlook, you're doing, you're actively doing things to pull yeah. yourself out of that negative. And when you meet someone who is just that complainer, everybody knows that person. Like they walk yeah. up and the first thing they say, Oh, I had a terrible day at work. And then this right, thing happened yeah. and my lunch spilled on the floor and blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> It, or, you know, and I'm going to pick on this person a little bit. There's there's two sides of this same coin. And th mm -hmm. I'm going to paint this picture <laughs> right here real quick. So, and this is a really dumb, irrelatable story, but it, you know, it kind of, it's going to paint that picture I want. But he, yeah. so this guy comes to me. He's talking about putting his, like a new radio system in his car. <laughs> and he, the way he is projecting it in conversation to me, Ooh, excuse me. The way he's talking about in conversation is very negative. He's like, I had to tear out my whole center console. I had to do this and this. It took forever, blah, blah, blah. And just complaint after complaint after complaint of how hard it was, how long it took, yeah. all this different stuff. And never mentioned anything about, oh, man, I'm so excited about how great this speaker is going to sound in my car. Or yeah, this is exactly. how I, now I don't have to have a cord. I have Bluetooth, you know, things like I right. was there. The side on the, the coin that he was on, he was talking about it in such a negative way. And I was like, oh, well, did you not have fun putting that new stereo in your car? Yeah, are you not you? happy that it's there yeah. as a result? Yeah, and that's 
<laughs> oh, sorry, guys. No, no, you're good. I just like to to find to finalize that thought. I was just to me when he was telling me, I was like, why are you? Why are you? I, I honestly, it shook me of how negative he was talking about it because I thought it was a positive experience. You know, yeah. I I deemed it as you got a new stereo. That's awesome. You got yeah. you can listen to all this new stuff in your car without having the radio on and all this different jazz. And like, I love jazz, but I don't I don't know. It, it's just <laughs> to me, I, I I was I was like, is that the way you just tell every story? Is that like why are you on yeah. that? Why you're on the glass half empty versus half full? And it, and it takes knowing someone to understand why they're that way. And I don't, like I said, I don't want to project my positivity on other people because that's annoying. And that's, you know, that isn't. it's so annoying when people do it that. It's the crap out of me, dude. But I, you know, <laughs> I love this person. So I was just like, hey, man, did you, I, I really asked those questions. Did you have fun doing it? Did you, I mean, it's not, he had a friend to help him. So I was like, yeah, yeah. you hang out all day with your friend. That sounds great. You're drinking and doing whatever while you're doing it. It's a Saturday yeah. afternoon. It seems like a great day to me. Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah. what's, what's going on with you, man? <laughs> and, but yeah, when he told, when he told the story, it was nothing but I hated this and this is that terrible. <laughs> like you have all these like trials and tribulations of getting to the end goal. And then once you get there, it's like, yeah, and I got it. And then that's it. And you just feel so underwhelmed and you feel so, <laughs> like you got blue balled by. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you were waiting for that triumph. You were waiting for like, but my radio sounds so good now and it was all worth it. And it's like, I don't even know if this was worth it. Like I went through all this annoyance. I went through all this headache just for a, you know, just for Bluetooth. Like what? Come on now. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, but, and he was excited about the speaker, which is why that story, it was kind of weird. I was like, why did you tell right. it in such a negative way? And then end it. Like, I'm glad you ended it on a positive note, but yeah. come on, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I have a, like going back to your point of people just soaking in it and maybe we should, like we can eventually move past this, <laughs> but like I, I know some people who how you said that positivity positivity is rooted in action and negativity is ruined in, you know, just soaking in it. Mm-hmm. Um like I worked with these people and we'd go out after work, you know, a couple times a week. And every time we'd go out, they would just complain about, Oh, I'm not making enough money or oh, like I I'm being scheduled, you know, 40 50 hours a week or like it, mm-hmm. things that completely like you want more money you're probably going to have to work more hours like all these things that they complain about that but they don't take any action to resolve them you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they do the same thing they act the same way expecting more money but they don't get it mm-hmm. and they get mad that nothing's changed mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah and, <laughs> even that, though they've done exactly. nothing <laughs> to change it or <laughs> and you know i that's to me, those pe- those kinds of people, look, I love and respect. I'll you know I'll I'll give everyone the benefit of the doubt, or I'll hear people out. But hearing the same thing over and over again, and people expecting the different results, they're like, "Why isn't anything happening?" I'm like, are you doing anything different? Well, no. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it gets so mundane and so boring and so exhausting to listen to all the time. But on the other end of the spectrum, people being overly positive who don't have a complaint in the world for anything 
which I don't understand. Like, I'm mm-hmm. a positive person, but I don't get that. Mm-hmm. Like, some people are like, yeah, I just got punched in the face. But you know what? He had a good swing. Like, mm-hmm. he really put his <laughs> – like, he really stepped into it. I'm really impressed. Like, like what? <laughs> he Mike Tyson my ass, but it he felt Mike so Tyson good. Me. But it felt – you know, I felt so good for him. I was proud that he did that. You know? Like, that's good in doses, but <laughs> over a long period of time, that gets so exhausting to hear about. Um, one thing that I wanted to talk to you about was – do you think that you can be like a charismatic person while still being negative or do you have to be a positive person to be charismatic like do you think that there is um like do you know any negative yet charismatic people you know what i mean like do you know anything yeah are you talking about me specifically (laughs) because no i like to i want to reference this it's the cliche saying um, and I'm, you know, I've heard it before. I don't know if anyone else has, but it's that saying that the, po- the most positive people are the, actually the most negative or, you know, that the most positive people are the ones that are dealing with the most shit, something like right. that. Yeah. Um, and I think it's not, I would put myself in that category. Not that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be confident enough to say I, all my shit is worth this super negative, you know, over, you know, I'm not looking at them through a negative lens, you know, cause it's not that serious to me, but yeah. Yeah. To be charismatic and to be that personality type in a, in a friend group and stuff, it, it's like for me, because, so if I'm having, let me, let me, let me phrase this this way. If I'm having a terrible day mm-hmm. and nothing seems to be going right, like my computer crashes, uh, you know, my lunch gets eaten by a bird, whatever the case may be. I don't, you know, whatever negative, whatever that. is going to say that that's a terrible thing that's going to make your day ruined or whatever. And then you go, so I'm going to have that terrible day. And my instinct is to, okay, I've had such a terrible day. What's, what's, how is this going to like, how can I end it on a high note? So I'm texting yeah. people. I'm going to go see somebody, hang out with some friends get myself in a positive mindset, you know, necessary. I'm not dealing with the problem. I'm just getting myself out of a situation where I was negative all day. Now it's time to feel this high. Right. Right. And so for, you know, when you, when I first get to that group of people or my friend specifically that I'm hanging out with to uplift my spirits, I, one, don't put the pressure on them to be the vessel to make me happy. You know, it's, yeah. it's all in my head. I'm just, yeah. I'm saying, oh, I'm going to go hang out with this person because it will make me happy, right? I'm not putting that pressure on them and the responsibility of my emotions on them to make me happy, which is, you know, that's another reason. That's, you know, I, I kind of want to elaborate that further. But um, to kick myself into the gear of being charismatic around people and yeah. energetic it's fake it until you make it because for me for me personally i'm gonna fake it for the first 15 minutes right i'm gonna be like hey right. ha, you know whether i had a good or bad day i'm gonna be like hey it was a day it was fine i'm here now i'm great i'm, I'm with this person and you know you got to live in the now i don't like to like jo- like that's the thing about soaking i don't like to soak that bad day in i'm just gonna shrug yeah. it off my shoulder move on to the next thing And it's not that I don't talk about it or, you know, there's, there's room to kind of, Hey, I had a bad day, but you're making this a lot better. You know, there's, there's room for that. Um, Right. But that 15 minutes of kind of putting on a face that I'm happier than I am Mm -hmm. kind of tricks my own self into being this, okay, you're actually fine. Like, you know, it's, 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 I don't want to say I'm faking it because that's, you know, that's terrible. You don't want to put on a face in front of the people that you're hanging out with or anything, but sometimes 
you know, it, that's what's going to bump me out of that negative situation. It's going to be like, okay, maybe fake that smile for 15 minutes and that person's going to make you feel good where that smile is going to become absolutely real and you're going to forget about right. pretty much anything that, you know, your day was. It's not a bad day. You just had bad moments in your day. You know? Yeah, you're kind of like you're kind of like putting the rose-colored glasses on your <laughs> you know, you're trying to look at all these bad things throughout the day and be like, "Ah, oh, well, you know what? Like I got this out of that at least." Like I <laughs> There's mm-hmm. a terrible song that <laughs> You know it's the like... band You know the band AJR? You know them? No, it better not be country. It's not country. No. It's like really over the top. So crowded pop music anyway they have this one song it's like a hundred bad days and it's like a hundred bad days makes a hundred good stories a hundred good stories makes me interesting at parties like that's the chorus of the song and i'm like you know this is like these guys are kind of lame but i kind of 100 that line that you know you could be pot like you could look at the <laughs> at the bad situations throughout your day but now you have an avenue to kind of Put yourself in a positive mood by being like, yeah, this absolutely sucked. Let me tell you why. And you can kind of make fun and make jokes about what you did wrong or mm-hmm. what, you know, what happened. Like, dude, me. So I grew up in New Orleans. I went to school in Kentucky and I would make the drive between New Orleans Kentucky and Kentucky and every day. Damn. Not t- <laughs> <laughs> 10 hours a day. Holy hell of a commute. But. <laughs> But I'd go home, like, four times a year, right? Mm-hmm. And I would always drive. Like, for some reason, I'm one of those weird people that loves driving. But I, I have to go through the state of Alabama, and I have such a <laughs> terrible track record <laughs> with driving through Alabama. Oh, like, do you I've now? had four flat tires. Like, I've had to hitchhike in the middle of the night <laughs> to go to a late-night repair shop. Like, I've had so many bad experiences driving through Alabama. Mm-hmm. Dude. I cr- just crossed into the state line from Tennessee to Alabama, not five minutes. I was going two miles over the speed limit on the interstate at two o'clock in the morning, and I got a seventy-five dollars speeding ticket. You're, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're lying, terrible, bro. I'm not lying. I was like, come on, dude. Are are you for real? Like maybe I coughed and I accidentally hit the you know gas pedal a little bit harder, but and all these things sucked. And I was so mad about it throughout them, and I'm you know frustrated, having to change a tire, having to like. But I, I, <laughs> I get good stories out of it later on, where I'm absolutely. like, "You are not going to believe this!" Like, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> like it's so crazy, it's so wild. But you know, positivity <laughs> and charisma are two things that I think get too murky with each other. Like some people can't tell the difference between them. Mm-hmm. Right, so I have a friend who is he's so dry, complains about everything, but he's the funniest and most charismatic person I've ever met. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like he is hilarious, <laughs> and I don't know if he's doing this to boost his own mood or to look on the bright side of things. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> if something bad happens to him, this man has joke after joke after joke about it, and it lights up the room. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, like let's invite him. He, you know, his days are always shitty. I can't wait to hear about it. Like, <laughs> and so that's kind of like <laughs> what I was asking about. Could you meet or do you know or what, what are your thoughts on any negative charismatic people? But like, Oh, okay, okay. I see yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, but like positive charismatic people i think you know people always put those two things hand in hand Mm -hmm. where 
positivity is kind of a viewpoint where charisma is ooh man i feel like it's more of a personality thing yeah i think it honestly yeah like it's it's ambition to be <laughs> ambition to be like out there to be seen to be you know like exciting you're doing what you can to kind of have the spotlight on you mm-hmm. and Honestly, it's not an active, okay, if I dance in the middle of this funeral, everyone's going to look at me. Done <laughs> <the> deal. <laughs> like, I'm going to get so much attention out of this. It's not, that's not really what I'm saying. But it's your, <laughs> it's your ability <laughs> to, if, if you're, like, in a club or something, and, you know, music's blaring, it's dark, there's strobe lights and stuff, and you can't, uh, you can't talk to people. You're doing what you can to, you know, like you're dancing extra, you know, you're you're being as vibrant as you can to draw attention to yourself. And that's not so much positivity. Like positivity is like, oh man, like I look like an idiot, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. But charisma is like, I look like an idiot and I hate it, but I want these people to look at me. Like that's mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, I I I get the the difference between the two, because I definitely agree with the positive versus charismatic thing, because I do as a person who is probably more correct charismatic than they are positive. Oh, you're so good. Dude. <laughs> like, you know, it, it, it's not like I said, it's it, being charismatic. And it's like the thing where you're putting on the charismatic part is where you're putting on the mask of, right. I have this smile, I'm having a good time. And then the positivity is if you can take that mask off and you're still smiling, you know, it's right. Yeah. You know, when you go home and you're like, Oh man, that, that was a great night, but I'm still feeling terrible. You know, it's, yeah. And you have this outlook, but I, I, with saying positive, it's like being charismatic. We were talking about as being a personality trait, and that's not. I don't think that's learned. I think that's just a, an aspect of people that they are comfortable in expressing themselves in such in, you know, a, in their own mind, like an ex, an elaborate way that yeah. it feeds well with people, right? You know, their right. their personality. People that's the likable quality, and then being positive is the thing that you you have practiced throughout your whole life and have practiced and have done things every day to kind of help yourself to make you not only on the surface happy but like joyful like there's a difference between happiness and joyful happiness is charisma joyful is being positive i think right yeah you know it's and when you when you cross that when you it is murky because you know people hide being positive under being so charismatic right i'm dangerous about that too because i'm gonna have a good time that night no matter regardless of the circumstances that you know happened beforehand or they're gonna happen after what's going on in my life i can dissociate those enough to have a good time and be charismatic in front of the people that i'm gonna have a good time with and i you know and that puts on a little bit of a face you know you're putting on a little bit i'm happier than i am but also that's not to a fault you know you're to me I'm, i'm thinking of it as i'm gonna put i'm gonna be more charismatic than i'm gonna be positive because tonight's all about just having fun and there's nothing wrong with kind of forgetting about your problems for a second to have this charismatic moment but if you don't you know in the end you're gonna if you don't handle that situation that's gonna be you know that's driving you crazy or keeping you up at night or whatever the the case may be in this this huge negative emotion or this negative outlook on stuff i i honestly i don't know if it's more of an if negativity is more of an emotion or if it's more of an outlook that's where i'm kind of struggling with 
putting it to terms because if you have a negative outlook on something, no matter the circumstances, even if they're great, you're going to find some reason not to like it or something, right. you know, and being, yeah. but so what I was getting at was the difference between a negative outlook and a negative emotion. It's really hard to discern the two for me because right. when, <laughs> when I'm connecting the dots of being charismatic and positive, yes, I'm, I am more on the half glass, half full. I'm going to handle most situations or, handle the outcome of most situations on more on the positive note. Like I've learned something or I can, you know, digest it enough to be like, Hey, this is, this is actually okay. Or, you know, I'm glad yeah. that this happened. And then the charismatic side is what hides the fact if I'm actually negative about the situation, charismatic part is what kind of hides it. Like, Oh, I can put on a face. I can laugh around people. I can be funny still. I can do this and this and this laugh about joke about those bad, that bad situation, but it's still bothering me. Right. right. And yeah. so, yeah, those two those two different outlooks. It's weird because charismatic doesn't take practice, but positivity does. Positivity to me is the same way like learning an instrument. It's if you do it a little bit every day and you're like dedicated to practicing and you know kind of teaching yourself this skill because I think it mm -hmm. is a skill. You're the you know it's the accumulation of all those efforts that are going to be able to make you have a more outlook or more positive outlook, right? And then right. charismatic is just kind of, that's like like being a stand-up comedian and like being friends with people that are comedians, that's where being charismatic kind of, you know, comedians I feel like have the biggest problems. That's why they're on stage talking about it, but they're on stage <laughs> yeah. talking about it in such a funny way. You know, they're trying to present yeah. it in a way that you can relate to whether or not they're being positive or negative when they present that information, they're just charismatic enough to where you, it feels like that is not a problem for somebody. And that right. can happen in everyday life. You know, you have problems that you bring up in a charismatic way, but not necessarily a positive way. And, yeah. you know, well, I would say that just to kind of like counter argument that I think I don't think that charisma is without practice. I don't think charisma is out without, you know, trying to better yourself in it. Because personally, like I was pretty antisocial like growing up. Not so much antisocial, more like socially awkward. Like I didn't know how to talk to people. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't really make friends that easy until I actively tried to get out there more. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like kind of like what you said, I faked it till I made it. And like one thing that a, a friend of mine would do is that <laughs> like we were very nervous about talking to girls or something, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We were like 17, 16 maybe. And so we made this game up that we would go to like a mall or something, you know, a public place, and we would point out a girl for the other one to go talk to. <laughs> <laughs> and um, if you didn't do it, if you chickened out, you'd have to do push-ups while screaming in the middle. <laughs> so you guys are just doing 10 push-ups in a row. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Next to the guy and who plays piano in the mall. <laughs> Sorry, Greg, it's my time. But And both of those things kind of like make you more charismatic, one in a more way more embarrassing way. But the, the, the overall thing about it was is that I'd rather look like a fool in front of this person that I don't know than 
look like a fool in front of my friend. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, absolutely. So, like, that took practice, and like we would go up to these girls and we would talk to them and oh I, the first few times dude i was so nervous i didn't know what to say i got so dry mouth and just like um so do you like spongebob i like spongebob or something like that you know <laughs> for sure and eventually it got easier and the same thing with him or <laughs> like i have this this other friend and we were he's he's a bit older than me and he always seemed like like, he wasn't the most positive person in the world. Like, he wasn't negative by any means, but, you know, he wasn't overly positive, but mm-hmm. he was very, very charismatic. And he can hold attention from people. Like, he almost, like, nonchalantly demanded people's attention, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't saying, hey, look at me, but he would just be so... People just gravitate. Yeah, people gravitated towards him. And one day I asked him, I was like, dude, how do you do that? Like, what are you, what are you doing? And... <laughs> He's just, honestly, man, I'm just being myself. Like, I am putting myself out there. I know that not everyone is going to like it, but I know not everyone's going to hate it either. Like, I'm not trying to please everybody. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not pushing what makes me happy on everyone else. Like, I'm not pushing my positive outlook on everybody. I'm not pushing my negative outlook on everybody. I'm just saying what I want to say. And if people hate it, oh, well, like, you know, that's good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But if people like it, then they gravitate towards me. And we're eating a bag of <laughs> we're eating a bag of Tostitos corn chips, you know, nice. the hint of lime flavor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I start from there on out. I called it the hint of lime theory, where you're just kind of <laughs> you've got that little extra pizzazz that makes you stand out, you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And so <laughs> I, I put that into practice. Like I would go out and I would high five strangers, like. Like, when you and I first met, you know, like, we went out looking for a party, and I had a harmonica in my pocket. Oh, my gosh. That's the greatest story. (laughs) And we're looking, you know, we're 18. We just moved here a week ago. And we're looking for some people to hang out with. We're both kind of nervous. We don't want to intrude on anybody. Be like, hey, do you guys want us to hang out with you? Like, Mm -hmm. we're not – we didn't want to put that out there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we saw this group of people, like, playing guitar on the porch, and I walked up and just started playing harmonica, and then they invited us in, and we, you know, hung out with them for, for like, an hour. Mm -hmm. And it was so much fun, and that was a big thing for me where I was so uncomfortable doing that. Like, I didn't reach that comfort level of going up to strangers and doing something that they may or may not like. (laughs) Well, that's because, yeah, (laughs) like quite easily, it could have quite easily been, who the hell are you? Like, go away. Like it could have been like that, but we never would have known if we didn't try. No, (laughs) I I love like the the part of the story that you're leaving out is that we're two freshmen hanging out with these seemingly older people that, I mean, they have a house They We're living in dorms, you know, right. Differently. I mean, they're obviously not that much older than us, but significant enough to be like, these are freshmen, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, you know, you know, you know what I looked like freshman year. Like <laughs> there's this 12 year old walking up here. I could totally, <laughs> but we like walk out of the shadows because <laughs> it's like a dark street and the only light on is in their par- porch so you just like we're like oh they're playing music you just want to go say hey you know we're bored and you're like yeah, yeah yeah so we're slowly creeping up and i'm wondering how i'm gonna break the ice and all all i hear is this like without even looking at you all i hear is this very slight harmonica like coming in and then it starts playing and i looked at my 
right? And you got this fucking harmonica to your lips. <laughs> and you start and you're playing and without even saying a single word of these people, they're like they're vibing, they're continuing and playing their song and you're just and you're adding to it and at the end, it's like at the end where everybody's like, "Dude, what's up? How are you? Are you good? like that's great." Yeah. It was such an amazing way to open up conversation and it, I don't know, it was unique for them but also for me cuz I was like, "I don't know this guy. He just pulled out a harmonica." <laughs> Like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I just met him a day ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my gosh. And as my, you know, as good of a time we were having, we didn't know each other or anything at that Not moment. At so, but that's one of those experiences where you know we were, we went out of our comfort zone and we ended up having a positive experience out of that. But even if it, even if they said no, you know, the my outlook on that night, like if even if we walked up and you started playing and they were just dismissive and they said, hey, we don't want you around here. You're lame. Go. You know, we don't even like yeah. harmonica. <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever the case may be, I would have walked away in such a positive outlook on that scenario because with our friendship, I was I was blown away. I was <laughs> like, what just happened? That was the coolest thing that could have happened. That's so cool. And a lot of, you know, because that situation, if it would if it would have went sour, a lot of people would have been, ah, oh, that's terrible. And it did terrible. Like they were mean to us, whatever. But even no matter what they said, they could not have ruined my, my night because <laughs> it wasn't necessary. They were the vessel to my, you know, that happiness and the, and the good times that I felt, but you were the person that I was going to talk about it with later. You were the person that was going to, we were going to reconvene and be like, that was awesome. So ultimately it was a great experience. And I'm just so happy when I think the reason we got to be such friends is whenever we met each other, especially the first thing you said to me. And when we were playing pool that, I mean, everything just started off so positive where, you know, we had such a good time when in our conversation, you know, you weren't being a negative Nancy about things. You were talking about, oh, I moved here. I'm super excited about life. I'm like looking forward to these new opportunities, whether or not they were said, I could feel it, you know, it was, you know, and then meeting all the, all your friends and you meeting mine and things, things going up. And it just seemed like a very positive thing. And that's why I think why I, we stayed, we stayed friends and why, because you were someone I wanted to surround myself with. Yeah. You know, you were so positive and I think your outlook has been positive. You're not, I'm not saying you don't feel negative in any way, but more times than not, when we would hang out, we would talk about very good things. And even if we talked about negative things, they were in the light of positivity because you were taking action on how to fix it or you were taking action or I was taking action on how to, kind of go about my problems and it was never yeah. this thing where you know I was the negative Nancy or you were the negative Nancy and no one was projecting that negativity on us in any way yeah. and so I inherently just felt so happy around you in general and I think that's yeah. I mean to uproot uh, uproot yourself out of that negative mindset is to surround yourself with good people who make you laugh and feel good about yourself. And that's really hard. I understand making friends with that, you know, like-minded friends and stuff that could be depending on your situation way harder than it is to meet someone who is a negative Nancy that you connect with. Like I was saying, when you make that friend where you're, you have that mutual hatred, you know? Yeah. And I don't know when, (laughs) when you, sir, when you surround yourself with the same people, and they have that outlook on life, you know, when you go to hang out with them, they're going to have this certain feng shui to them that gravitates you towards them. That's going to up, that's going to make you happy. And so that's a, I think it's, I don't want to say I'm using people 
as a vessel to make my happiness, you know, go through the roof, but it's a great way to kind of initiate that when you're in a negative spot to uproot yourself. Because with you, I could bring up a negative situation and we can talk Mm -hmm. about it, have a meaningful discussion and a positive outlook on it. You know, there's no like that sucks. Nothing is going to get better. Nothing is, you know, you don't. And that's the thing where (laughs) I've had situations where I've, I'm such a positive person, but when you go to people that only look at you as that positive person, they're like, this guy never has a problem. Or if I have a problem, I know he's going to lift me out of it. Like you, I I think more times than not me and you are the, that personality to kind of be the vessel to make someone have a better day. If that makes, you know, and but charismatic people also very positive people have terrible times and terrible days. And when you're almost the charismatic part is you don't, you want to hide, at least for me, I want to hide it because a, I belittle those problems. Like, I don't need to be negative about that, which is that's to a fault. Sometimes, you know, you need to deal with things. Uh, I can't have the thing where I push it away and expect it to get better just because I'm a positive person. It'll get better, you know, yeah. Handle your stuff. But, um, when you, when you, I don't know, when you get, when you surround yourself with good people and they kind of the same way and they lift uplift you out of that situation, it's you're using them, but you're also, it's a mutual thing where they're also feeding off of that energy you have, you know? Yeah. So I'm going in it with, I'm going to project this scenario the way I, like you were saying, I'm going to say it the way I want to say it, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And you being a respectful person, a very positive person in my life you respond in and when i say it in those dumb cliche ways i'm not saying it you don't you don't respond to it but you have that mentality of everything is going to be better everything is going to be okay we're going to get through this like let's yeah. let's set up a routine to like help you go through this and you're you know you're thinking the half glass half full and i respond to that very well because i trust you and i have very you know we have we have moments where you have prove to me that that works and stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> I I don't know when you get to, when you surround yourself with just all that negativity and when you go into a group that more is on the negative Nancy side and that complains a lot and the people that kind of drag you down and, and it, that's a subconscious thing. I don't even think people realize it. You know, it's yeah. when you enter your friend group, you're expecting good times and you have good times but you have to think about why am I having a good time? Is it because yeah. we were relating to the same terrible problems or is it because <laughs> these people are good for me and they're helping me out of this terrible problem and it makes this whole situation way easier to deal with, you know, instead of it's the soaking thing where, you know, I don't want to keep adding dishes to my sink and you know, the, the, it's going to yeah. pile up, pile up, pile up. And then it's just this nasty filth of everyone that I'm around is in this nasty filth. No right. one's going to get better. No one's, <laughs> you know, it's only going to dig your hole deeper and vice versa for that other person. And I don't know. I've had, <laughs> I've had so, ex- so many experiences where I, you know, you sit back and you're listening to the conversations of the people around you and you realize that those comments that they're saying, everything they're saying is so negative like you you, it's it's almost like a realization where yeah you know you're you you you're you're actually starting to realize what people are saying and and their outlook as the more you get to know them you're like oh that's that's not a good outlook you know you catch little red flags and you're and then and of course you made friends with that person so it's you're not just going to be like hey cutting you off you know i I don't want to say it's toxic yet you know but it's 
you know, when you're next to someone and they're being so negative, they're inevitably going to drag you down with them to be on that same level. Cause I, like Keanu Reeves said a great point. He said, never tell anyone your problems because 80% of people don't care. And 20% of people are glad you have them. You know, so it's, you know, you you go into the 80% of people who just don't give a shit. They're like, yeah, it doesn't seem like a problem. I'm never going to deal with that. It's it's terrible for you. They're not going to help you. They're going to listen. Being an ear is great. They're going to listen. Especially if you have good friends, they're going to be there for you. But, and then that 20% of people who are, you ever, you ever told someone a super negative thing and they're like, oh my God, I'm glad someone else's like life sucks. Having a worse time than me. Yeah. And yes, there is 100% comfort in that. Like if you were having a bad day, I had a bad day. We could be like, damn, we had shitty ass days, boy. (laughs) I would love to, you know, but I don't know. The way we would talk about it, joke about it is it would be in such a positive mindset and outlook so i don't and i don't know it's because you don't project those bad feelings onto anybody that you're talking to and you don't make them feel like they're responsible for those feelings because when someone is very positive and you respect their opinion and you bring their your problem to them and when i say problem i just mean it could be an insecurity it could be something that happened in your day it could be super small it could be super big doesn't matter what it is yeah that person is going to respond (laughs) in a way (laughs) because they're trying to be so positive they're going to say hey like you know look at this analyze it this way and whether or not their advice is good enough or you actually listen to what they say i don't i don't know it's just that like i said it's it's they they have they're saying these same things to you because they've said them to themselves thousands and thousands of times and it's worked for them it doesn't work for everybody but it works for them and you have i think when people project those negative feelings on you they get hurt when you respond in a way that is contradicting the way they're feeling right and i think like if i was to bring to you my problem and you responded in such a positive light that yes i know what you're doing and i know the type of person you are and the friend you are you're trying to uplift me but if i didn't know you too well or if i didn't understand what you were doing in that scenario <laughs> i would get annoyed because i'm like this person doesn't know the graph oh, that you know he doesn't grasp how the magnitude of this problem right he, he's yeah. just dismissing it he's just saying those cliche things and to you it could be a scenario where you've dealt with far worse and I don't want to play the comparison game, but you know, when someone brings a problem to you um, and then you have experienced something drastic way. And when I say way worse, I mean like there, the spectrum is left to right, like way different problems and it may have been harder. And you know, like let's say you, someone comes up to you about having social anxiety, right? It's Mm -hmm. a very serious problem. You need to, comfort you need like people have their own problems that they deal with in their lives and that needs to be addressed but when someone comes to you and you just had your granddad die and i know i'm painting extremes here but let's say that you know you have someone in your life that you lost and it's extreme you're feeling such grief and it's such a negative thing but you're doing your best yeah you're trying your best to be (laughs) the positive person about it like you know he lived a great life you know you're saying these different things and then someone brings up a problem to you being the positive light you're saying those things that kind of help you out and when they don't respond to it it makes you at least a positive person just not want to say anything anymore and not not try to help because they don't they never what they say never grasp and they never what they and I don't and I think it's all just how people say things and like the way they say things you know it's like I saying it's practice and knowing who you're around yeah but I don't know when you're it, it's just weird when 
you meet someone so negative, they project those feelings on you and you respond positively, but they get angry because you're not in the same mindset than that. You're not reacting. You're not like, if they say, Hey, I hate, um, you know, I hate seafood and you respond, Oh, well like, you know, not all seafood's bad. I like fish, you know, they're, you know, you're trying to present the other side of the story, the other side of that coin. And they're no, they're like, no fucking hate it with me. I hate, I hate you for doing that. That and that yeah. because they're you're they're expecting you to be responsible for kind of soaking in it with them, and they're adding that dish to their bank, and that's selfish. You know, it's I don't know. Right, I I agree with that. It's like when you are positive, and <laughs> when you're when you're trying to put out that positive light towards people, and there are some people that just do not want to get out of that negative mindset. Right, they don't like they want to stew in it. They want to because they. Some people feel like that's the only thing that gets them attention. That's the only way they can be charismatic is if, yeah, everyone's listening to them, but they're just, yeah, life sucks. This sucks. Everything sucks. Mm -hmm. And they never want to take action to do anything about it. And when you're positive and you're trying to be that, you know, show them that sometimes things aren't all that bad and they don't want to listen to you or they don't want to, they, they get mad that you're trying to belittle their problem or you're trying to dismiss their negative feelings it does get exhausting it it gets very exhausting because then you start thinking oh well maybe my positivity doesn't work and then i get into a negative mindset Mm -hmm. um but on the other side though like let's say because there are people that do want to get out of that negative mindset and they do want to try and reach for more positivity in their Mm -hmm. life to those people i think it's important to understand that there is something there there you can be positive to a fault where you you're so positive that you hide yourself mm-hmm. from the truth right like you don't acknowledge your own personal issues mm-hmm. and some people who are trying to get out of that negative state when they think about you know trying to put a more positive outlook on life they get kind of mentally drained before it even starts because they think they have to be positive about everything mm-hmm you know, as a glass half full person, there are things that do bring me down and upset me. And I just try and find silver lines to get past that and to try and maybe not make the best out of every situation. Like I would love to do that, but I have to acknowledge my own shortcoming, shortcomings, my own, you know, ooh, just bad things that happen to me. I have to learn how to accept that and learn how to get past that in a positive way, not just say, oh, it's not that bad, beats work, like, you know, all this stuff, like, just blinding myself to issues. And so those negative people who are trying to better themselves, at least in that aspect of life, it doesn't, you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be at the far end of positivity. You don't have to, you know, look on the bright side of every single thing, because some things suck, and, you know, sometimes things don't have a bright side. Mm Mm-hmm. It's you want to. Oh goodness gracious! What am I? I mean, there, there's a, definitely a balance to it. You know, there. Yeah. You know, you have the right to be upset about if something goes wrong. You know, as it, you know, we've explained that before. You have every right to react in a way that you like. Your initial instinct to react to a certain certain scenario is validated, but you're also, mm-hmm. you know, there. You have to catch yourself and put yourself in check. And this is where people if you have good people in your life and people that are positive they kind of keep you in check on how to 
where you you're allowed to be negative i don't want to say you know like it is annoying when someone is just like hey life is great and you're like shut the fuck up like (laughs) you know i totally get that you're the happy person is annoying but the reason that they're so happy and and you want to get to that ultimately i'm angry because i want to get to that place you know yeah "Ah, why are they so happy and i'm not yeah but yeah, I, I totally understand where it's that balance. You have the right. You have the right to be negative, but it's that it's taking that action. It's yeah. I think there's three. I I don't want to belittle it to these steps, but there's three steps that I personally think of when handling how to be positive in certain situations. Um, you have the the preface, the the thing that happens before this bad event. So you're right. The thing that happens beforehand is you practicing everyday routines, telling yourself you're beautiful, making your bed, things like that are going to ultimately those weird cliche things of like that are going to uplift you every day. Right. Right. You have the the practicing on loving yourself and, you know, projecting that energy towards everyone else. And then you have step two, which is when you're actively putting yourself in a place where you're catching yourself as the moments happen, where negative thoughts rise in a situation and you catch that negative feeling and put it in your pocket and, and like you're reacting in a way where you're okay. I know I have this negative feeling, but now I got to act on it. And how am I going to make this a positive thing? So you're actively putting yourself in check as things are happening. You're in the moment think, you know, if a, you know, let's say, you know, someone wrecks your car, for instance, that's a very, right. ter- it's a terrible thing that happens. I hope no one gets injured and that kind of thing. You know, your initial instinct might be, oh, hell, my car is wrecked. I don't have a way to get from point A to point B. My life is kind of in a muck. I don't have the money to fix this. All these negative thoughts flush in yeah. your mind. But then you catch yourself where, okay, hey, a positive outlook. Hey, no one got hurt. Thank God. Or yeah. if someone did get hurt, you got them the help to help save their lives or what you know that you're on the like okay more of like my instinct would be to make sure everyone's okay to make sure things that don't no one gets worked up because i know when you're in a car wreck your adrenaline runs and stuff so yeah you're diffusing that situation you're kind of like oh let's calm down let's let's all be let's keep keep the head up and then you have the third step which is after everything has happened where you can if you had experienced a negative situation no matter like it's like your friend that had a hundred bad days and he talks yeah. <laughs> about it. he afterwards yes he's had those bad days but afterwards he taught and he's like he's he's analyzed them he's internalized them he's he's came to terms with how things worked out and now he's he's learned a bunch from that experience he's and now he could present it in a way where it's funny and it's entertaining and he's charismatic about it and it actually right. doesn't i hope it doesn't actually bother him on the you know on the regular but he's yeah he done the process where he after the fact he's kind of laid everything out on the table and you know it was like oh well that's a positive thing that came out of that or that and and all of this takes work it all takes practice it all takes yeah like the effort of extending yourself to a point where you're not comfortable with because a lot of people and myself included when bad things happen your instinct is just to be negative, like, oh, life sucks and all this different stuff. And yeah, because I've had the experience of the way I was raised and the kind of the situation I was in, I've had practice my whole life kind of like dealing with these flare-ups that have happened and trying to diffuse them and putting them to light where everyone can feel good about it, even though yeah. it was a bad thing. And, but I mean, that's taken years of my life and I'm glad that that's my instinct now when bad things happen. I don't, I'm glad that that's my instinct is to be, okay, 
Let's make sure everything is okay. Let's calm down. Let's keep it. Everyone still on the high. Right. And, yeah. and I'm not trying to be annoying about it. I don't want to wreck your car and be like, ah, you, there's always room for another, like that's an 07 <laughs> key, you know, whatever it's, you know, you <laughs> don't want to, you don't have to pay for car insurance. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> exactly. It's like super annoying to be that positive. Like we were talking about, like the grass isn't always greener. It's okay to feel <laughs> that negative response. It's just taking that negative response and what you do with it because negativity is the fuel for positivity. Like you need negative things in your life to kind of, oh shit, that happened. Yeah. How am I going to, you know, you're, you need those things in your life to practice. Like you need things to practice. It's like playing a sport. Like I think I related that to many things is playing a sport and you're trying out for that team and (laughs) you know, like that, it may not go well. It may not go the way you, you know, wanted it. And, you know, you just, but you're going to go practice. You're going to, oh, I'm going to be better. And the next time something like this happens, I'm going to be able to either, whether it goes right or wrong, you're going to walk away going, oh, well, you know, there is still positive, even if it went wrong. And it's, it takes, and that's so annoying to say to people who it feels like there's a constant negativity in their life. And I, I think that's where the mindset kicks in because if you're on a spiral 24 seven, right. If you're, if you're just on this constant downward in a muck, just can't pull yourself out of it. You're never going to pull yourself out. You get into your holes too deep where you can't even reach the top anymore. And, and no matter, no amount of advice, no amount of, no amount of people or things that could be said to you or things that could happen, is going to pull you out of it. You're just going to end up being in a state of either extreme grief or you're going to find yourself in depression. And I think the difference between grief and depression are drastic because I, I know that a lot of people are going to be turning over in their graves and probably want to hit me after saying this, but I, I honestly never felt depression. I don't know what that feels like for people. I've, I've felt extreme grief and, you know, I've had terrible breakups. I've had people in my, I've lost people in my life, that kind of yeah. thing where, you know, I'm, it's super negative and I, and I'm actually soaking in that negativity. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know there. It's still, there's still a pool to like, life goes on. There's a, tomorrow I'm going to have to wake up and do this again. So why not fix the problem? Not why, like, why not yeah. put efforts into doing it? If I'm going to have to do it to again tomorrow, you know, if I'm yeah. going to have to fight this battle tomorrow, might as well start today. And exactly. I know that's a lot harder to say for people because depression is another thing that I don't even feel comfortable talking about because I've never felt it personally. I can give advice and I can give like my outlook on the way people handle and view depression that never dealt with it before. Um, and, but I, you know, having close friends that have dealt with depression and stuff that that's a negativity where it's even hard to kind of seclude that in the, in a, in a, in the definition of negativity. Cause I don't know if that is necessarily the same thing to me. Well, to me, yeah. So I went through a very depressive episode for, you know, like a year and a half, right? And, you know, I've said this before, you know, self-harm, self, you know, just doing terrible things to myself uh, because I felt like I wasn't good enough for anything. Like, I was in a very negative point of view in the world and a neg- I had a negative outlook on myself, which carried over to how everyone else looked at me at that point. Um, when I... My biggest advice to that is 
you know, this is, it'll be different for everybody else, but what got me through that and trying to get my positive, my positivity back was I wasn't trying to put on a front for everybody to think I was, I wasn't trying to hide my depression, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to smile for myself. I wanted to say positive things for myself, not for everyone else's ears, but for me to believe it. You know, I was pointing out positive things in my life so I can give myself a little bit of hope and a little bit like slowly climbing out of that hole like you said Mm -hmm. earlier like and I think that's a big aspect of when you're in such a negative place and you want to be better and you want to you know exude more positivity out into the world it's you don't want to be positive for everyone else you want to be positive for yourself first Mm -hmm. because then you can you know put that positive spin that you see other people doing it for other people later on um, you don't want to trick yourself into thinking that, oh man, my life sucks, but you know, let me tell these guys how happy I am or because that just makes you even more negative. That just makes you even more depressed because one, you're kind of lying about it and you know, you're lying. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so you look at yourself worse and you pour a hole, you know, you dig even deeper. It's like, oh, well now I'm a liar too. Like <laughs> all these things. <laughs> and you want to you want to make it true to yourself first that you know I I can put a positive spin on this. I can, you know, get myself through this. Because once you do that, people see it. People he's like, "Oh, look, you know, look at Jordan. He is he's coming out of it. You know, he's figuring it out. He's getting back to his old positive self." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so I don't know. I I feel for everybody who is, you know, in that depressive state or that negative state because I've been there and I want to help people get out of that. And I have to know my boundaries. I have to know if I'm trying to, you know, be too positive about something that somebody's going through. Or like you said with the car accident, you know, at least you don't have to pay car insurance anymore. That's, you know, that sucks. <laughs> you know, that's kind of taking that's just a shell of a positive outlook mm-hmm. right yeah it's that's like just on the surface yeah yeah it's just on the surface of it but i want to be empathetic enough and that positivity going through that empathetic light you know what i mean mm-hmm. like going through that empathetic filter of okay i feel you i hear you you know i i understand what you're going through or i don't understand what you're going through but I'm trying to put myself in that mindset to give you a clear, positive note. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes well for people. Like, I, I have this family member who is going through a lot right now. And just the, I'll tell you more about this later on. But um, just the other day, he started telling me things he hasn't told people before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have never experienced those things that he's going through. But it made him feel better that I not so much knocked myself down to his level, but I took my I made sure that my understanding was at his level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I wasn't trying to sugarcoat everything I was saying. Be like, oh well, at least you have this, or at least you can do this now. Or I wasn't trying to do that because I, that's empty positivity. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I wanted to hear what he was saying, and to vibe on his level of 
okay, this is what's happening right now, and it sucks. And I wanted, and I did, you know, you know <laughs> honking my own horn over here, but I heard what he was saying, and I took that and be like, okay, you're going. To, oh, I'm I'm running around in circles right now about no, what I'm no, I, to say. no, I no, I know exactly what I think what you're trying to say. So I ha- actually have. it's going to relate to this. It's going to be weird. I'm going to talk about God for a second. So Kanye was doing an interview (laughs) and he, uh, he like someone asked him about his influence on his music. And because his first couple albums are very positive. When you look at, when you listen to him, it's all about, you know, being a, being a fan of yourself. Basically he, he, he wants to do it to motivate people to feel good about themselves. And Kanye in this interview as God says in his own words, hey, I'm not, if you're a fan of me, you're a fan of yourself. Because if you like my music, I make music as the vessel for you to feel good. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm doing this so you have the ability to uplift yourself. And, yeah. you know, as crazy as that guy is, and, you know, it's, you know, he's doing things for all this publicity and stuff. It, when you when you hear things like that, it kind of, it kind of hones him into being, yeah, you're crazy, but I mean... Do you? He, I think he's being pretty rational. He says that because I don't. When you're like you were saying, you have to start with yourself, right? You yeah. know, you wake up and the first person you see is yourself, or the first person you're interacting with is yourself. And those, like the steps that I was saying to take to kind of create this positivity for you, it, yeah. You know, I'm not saying those are the absolute catch-all of how to get out of your slump. I'm just saying like those things aren't the things you do with people. Those are the things you do internally when you're processing how things are, you know, going on in your life, those circumstances that arise, that's you're catching yourself 100% only you and training yourself and practicing those abilities to be positive. And it's all internal. It's, you know, it's, you can have help from other people. They can influence you in a good way and that can give you inspiration for being positive, but it all starts with yourself. And when Kanye said, I just, I'm the vessel for you to feel good. I think that's one. I think that's where being a positive person in someone's light and life, that's where that balances is like, I'm not here to fix your problems. I'm just here to help, like help you understand that no matter what's going on, you know, in people's lives, you can still walk away feeling good. You can still walk away in a, in a more positive mindset about it, you know, so you're yeah. not, you know, you're the, I think the purpose of the positive person is to yes, help other people help like, you know, but that reason that positive person I think is so certain in being positive and the way their outlook and you're like, how are they like that? What they're weird. I don't know why they think about that every, I mean, I'm sure they have every day they tell themselves very positive things, things to get them out of their own muck. And they've done it so much to where it seems effortless for that person because they've done it so much. So when you're someone who is just now kind of understanding who you are and the way you think about things and the way you present information, if you're a negative Nancy, you look at that person as annoying. You're, ah, that, you know, you dismiss everything they say, but I don't know when, but they're, you know, use them as the vessel to being, oh, they're happy. I can be happy too. Everyone's circumstance is different, but like you were saying when you, with your friend, it's, you can tell them it sucks. You can tell them I'm hearing what you're saying. I'm on your level when it comes to my understanding of where, why you're upset and why you're feeling this, but it takes action. It's those little things where you want to, you kind of want to throw those little, like those little, uh, 
you know, I, I want I don't want to say advice because I hate giving people advice on how to handle things. I like get more little nuggets. <laughs> yeah, the little like golden nuggets, little Easter eggs of how you would handle something, and you're hoping that that mindset or that the way you deal with it kind of sparks something in them in yeah, their it own can relay onto them. Yeah, yeah, it can really, and it's not necessarily they're going to handle the same way, and you shouldn't expect that. But you, you know, you can learn how to go through situations by other people. So, but it ultimately starts with yourself. You have to practice. You have to put yourself in a position where, like you were saying, you just, you're all on your own. Like, what's this bubble I'm in? No matter who is around, no matter who's affecting or what's going on, it's ultimately, it's me. I'm I'm the only one who can read my thoughts. I'm the only one who's in myself. So why not start, you know, start with myself yeah, <clears throat> and I don't know. I, I think I don't know. I, I <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta visualize the tree. <laughs> Good life. I'm about to visualize that wop. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I'm just saying you you gotta you gotta start with yourself. And and I don't. We're we're making light of it. And I don't. You know because we're. You know, we're both casual. We don't want to make a, a huge scene about it, but you know, it's it's a thing where it shouldn't be taken lightly. But I'm glad that because we're positive about it, we can talk about it in a positive light. Because there's so yeah. much that comes out of negativity that makes me positive, and that's it's it's not necessarily it's just a mindset that I am gonna carry on through the rest of my life. Knock on wood, <laughs> but. It's because I'm so comfortable with myself and so comfortable with kind of uplifting myself out of scenarios or, you know, feeling bad or these negative emotions that kind of just, you know, an influx in my mind and I can't control what's going on. Uh, You know, I wake up and I'm going to look at myself and, and try to be like, okay, it's those thoughts you say in private that really like that are going to like bring you out into the real world and how you handle those situations. Cause if yeah. you're telling yourself you suck, you're terrible and you just have, you're soaking in this madness of just negativity all the time. And then you go out trying to fake it. Like you were saying, you're going to have points of, you're going to snap. You're going to yeah. have points of just this, I, you're going to fake it and it's going to make you feel even worse and you can fake it until you make it all you want. Um, but if it's not a step in your healing process to become a more positive person and, you know, move yourself more towards that mindset. It, it's just, it's only, you're only stacking the negative on top of each other. You're just adding more dishes to that sink. And right. I don't know the kind of, the final, final conclusion I will have all of this is, is that Ned's declassified school survival guide where, yeah, that episode where, you know, they're talking about being negative and positive and they're relating it to math where they're thinking a positive and a negative are attractive. Like they're, they're attracted towards each other, which in real life, I think that is true. Have you ever met like an extremely introverted person who has a very outgoing friend? Like it's kind of that vibe where it's like that they didn't become friends. That extroverted person just like kind of attached Sucked to them. them. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. like kind of leached onto them. And now they just, now they're just there. <laughs> I've accepted you as the quiet person, which, you know, it's oh, totally goodness. cool, but there's, there's that, you know, but in the end of the show with, with the way that, you know, math works, if you multiply two negatives together, you're going to get a positive. And that's the end of the show where they take these two extremely negative people put them together and they end up sparking and like living a positive life together yeah and 
you know, I, I just think there's there's such a way to deal with positivity and there's such a way to go about it that's a internal, but also, I mean, feel free to like ask for help. I think being positive is also, if you're not a positive person and you're just kind of soaking in this negative, I mean, take a hit on your pride and ask for help or like, you know, I know because yeah. the times that I'm feeling most negative in my life is when I don't want to tell people that it's negative, you know what right. I mean? It's, exactly. I, I'm yeah. feeling so bad and I'm like, Hey, I should tell people that I'm feeling bad, but I, there's something in me, either I'm caring about my reputation or I'm caring about, you know, what that person thinks of me or whatever the case may be where I don't want to share it. And then ends up hurting myself more, but just, yeah, I don't know. Just, yeah, I, I, I I'm losing my words, but yeah. You see, yeah. <laughs> honestly, you know, my my final little little nugget is that honestly, I, I'm kind of appreciating that we're kind of lost for words on this. How how two people who are so positive and try their best to, you know, put a positive light on other people. <laughs> I I'm kind of happy that we're kind of struggling talking so much about it. You know, I'm mm-hmm. kind of I'm kind of appreciative that we're looping around on our words, and because it, it sh- that we don't have all the answers that we're trying to talk to people, we're working it out ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And we're trying to be as real as possible. And we don't want to put on a facade that we know everything. And I'm looking at the situation positively. Yeah, and that it's a weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. It makes me it makes me glad that I have someone that I can talk to in you that I, I don't have to know everything, you know. Oh yeah, and it it helps me work out my own things, and it helps me realize <laughs> that it doesn't always have to be perfect, and that we can keep going, and that you know it's ah uh, man, you know we kind of we kind of cut out on the on the recording for a little bit, and I told Martin that. Like, oh man, I feel like I'm struggling with this one. I feel like I'm, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm on point with it. I don't feel. And now I, it's, I don't know. I'm kind of having a little self realization over here mm-hmm. that it's okay. Absolutely. And, yeah. And I hope, I, final thing, I hope other people can see me, <laughs> you know, struggling a little bit and see an example of okay, yeah, he's messing up, he's struggling, but he's trying to put a positive spin on it. He's trying to better himself and trying to realize what that doesn't always have to be the best thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going for gold even though you're going to win bronze. like that. <laughs> yeah, and that's, exactly. And when I say that, I don't mean you d- you've done a fantastic job, Jordan. And that kind of thing is, you know, it's always going to, I think you're very positive in that outlook of things. But you know, like you were saying, I don't, I don't know. I, to pull yourself out of it is way harder. And I don't like the fact that we are struggling about this kind of brings that X factor thing into effect where positivity, sometimes there's no explanation. There's no, there's no catch all. There's no, you need to do it this way to feel positive. It's, it's unique for everybody. And I think when, when you get to that point and you realize that it kind of, makes it a little bit more attainable for a lot of people because, you know, like I said, we're not gurus in the positivity, you know, outlook on life, but we're actively trying to be those people. Like we're actively putting ourselves in multiple scenarios 
where we're, our positivity is tested. And I yeah. think, you know, it's, I think to the fact that we are struggling, like you were saying, it, it shows like that we are honestly still to this day thinking things through and actually wondering how positive we're being in real life, you know? It's, yeah. And it's a struggle that every day, even no matter how old you get, you're going to struggle with it, you know? And I think as you get older, the negativity is, it just becomes more apparent. You know, there's more things to worry about. There's more things to care about. And there's more things to go wrong in your life as you get older. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's only going to get harder from here. So why not start now? And it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of, you know, help yourself before it gets too late. If that makes, you know, I, I, yeah. that's kind of always the way I thought about it is I don't want to be a miserable old man. You know, I want to, I want to <laughs> look back on my life and say, Hey, I lived and I, you know, I, I went through life the way I thought it should be lived. And, you know, if I had I'm not saying I haven't had seasons and, you know, emotional spells and stuff to kind of, right. you know, break up those positive moments. <laughs> but, you know, when you look back on life, you're not, you're not going to reminisce on all the bad times. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of, yeah, <laughs> I like it. Anything else, dude? I, I mean, that's pretty, yeah, pretty much all I have to say. Great. Fantastic. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope that <laughs> you're going, you're trying your best to go through this positive journey with us. You know, mm-hmm. absolutely. I hope that you can kind of see yourself in us a little bit, how you realize that, your struggles can be our struggles too. And then <laughs> it goes vice versa. But please, if you have anything you want to ask us, email us at almostcoolpod at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram uh, at creation underscore of Martin and at Jordan Hooter underscore. Let us know what you think. Um, yeah, leave us a review. <laughs> tell us what you liked. Tell us what you didn't. If you had any realizations about yourself, please let us know. And. You guys have a wonderful day. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah, stay positive. <laughs>